Hi, it's Christine here. Just wanted to pop in and say thank you so much for listening to Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm really excited about this episode. It's about two sisters who started an app, an organization app called The Scuttle. It's about family and organization. I also want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and I'll see you in 2023. Bye. Welcome to the Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Christine Mills. On the Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast, I feature entrepreneurs while I discuss ways you can grow your business today. Step onto the veranda, get a cup of tea, get comfortable, and let's talk shop. Let's Welcome do this. Welcome to the Veranda Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Christine Mills. Today, I have the pleasure of having the founders of the Scuttle app on the show. Created by sisters Martha Moore Farrell and Elizabeth Moore, the Scuttle is a free mobile app that takes the stress out of organizing everyone's personal life. From vacation, itineraries, immunization charts, birthday party plans, and more, the Scuttle is there to help users jot down into quickly and find it even faster with over 3,000 downloads since its launch on April 2021. 97% of users said they will recommend the Scuttle to a friend. Welcome to the show, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So this is my first time interviewing two people at the same time, so this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start with the beginning. Um, what What is your background and your career and uh, why you started Scuttle? Well, we are sisters. Um, I am Martha. I'm 10 years older than Elizabeth. And so... I had three kids in Manhattan in three different schools kind of running all around, and I've always been a pretty organized person, and I suddenly felt like I was not as organized and not as on top of things as I wanted to be. And Elizabeth was in business school at the time, and so I mentioned to her that I just wish there was an app um, that could keep me organized. But I, um, as I... Um, I guess before I was a mom, I started out in the fashion industry. Um, and actually, I was also a um, personal assistant. So I've always been kind of um, in the mindset of staying organized and um, helping others around me do the same. And my name is Elizabeth. I am the 10-year younger sister. Um, and... My, I was about to go to business school when Martha told me about her idea for the scuttle. I had just left my job living in New York with Martha, um, just getting ready to go to school. And so when she described this to me, I remember we were sitting at lunch and she drew out for me in her notebook what she wanted this to look like and what she needed. I think she'd had a, you know, a night where she woke up at 2 a.m. with a thought she needed to write down, but she didn't want to text the babysitter to wake her up. And so we started sketching out what the scuttle could look like. And I, going into school, was so eager to get my hands on kind of a small business or some sort of entrepreneurial endeavor to give me that sense of building a brand and building a product um, and seeing it all the way through. So that's where I got really involved and excited to be a part of it. That sounds exciting. Uh, You know, what I love about the app is that it keeps everything in one place. So um, I didn't know about your um, background uh, being a personal assistant as well, so you definitely had that organizational side to it. I like that 
you thought of your sister to help you build a business. And it was, seemed like it was a perfect timing for you, Elizabeth. It was perfect. And I'm very like-minded in my organizational desires. And it was the perfect time for us. And because we are so far apart in age, we're actually very close and similar. So we actually worked very well together in putting, brainstorming the idea um, and collaborating on it. So it was a really fun experience. Now, were you guys always, like, very organized growing up? I know that you're 10 years apart, but growing up, did you guys do a lot of things together um, that led up to this point? We did. We joked our our mom uh, is very organized, and she was very much uh, an event planner all through our lives. And so she, you know, anytime we were stressed out in school or anything, she just said, make make a list, make a list. That was her way to (laughs) kind of calm us down. And so she had lists upon lists always on the kitchen countertop and to this day she still does um and so i'm it's pretty funny if you download the scuttle the main picture of the woman on the sign-in page is actually a picture of our mom (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i did not know that that was my next question i was like i love that picture it's like a vintage picture i didn't know it was your mother That is our mom. Her name is also Martha. We call her Big Martha. And she is um, the ultimate multitasking queen. She just can um, throw a dinner party for 22 people by herself um, just because she's made 20 lists ahead of time and planned it out. And um, she helped us stay organized all through our lives. And so we, we thought, well, with this organizational app, who else but to put on the cover that mom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So let me ask you, was that a surprise when you presented that to her? <laughs> yes. But she was the cover girl. She said her first words, I think, were, I've gone global. She's the cover girl. <laughs> I love that picture. That's like, I, I was like, this is, like, so Audrey Hepburn. I did not know that was your mother. That's oh. so amazing. <laughs> She's wonderful. Yes. So she definitely instilled in us a sense of um, how to stay organized and, and, and how to relieve our anxiety or stress by just making a list always. And and I, I like the fact that you make it fun. The app is like, it's very vibrant. The colors, the backgrounds that you have in the app. Um, what was the inspiration behind that part as well? The design of the app and it was it's very visually appealing. Well, thank you so much. That was a really, really big part of our motivation behind this. We had tried organizational apps on our phones, and they all felt like the office. They just felt like something that you would use in an office setting, and they weren't weren't all easy to use, and they weren't enjoyable. Um, And I, at the time, was just in love with the paperless post app, which is um, an app to create invitations and cards online to send to friends. And you can decorate your envelope and pick your stamp and pick whatever stationery you want. And it's just so easy and fun. And it's just kind of um, a joyful way to create something that's also very purposeful and efficient online. And so I kept saying, I just want this to feel fun, like creating a party invitation online. But I also want it to be um, easy and quick to create. So rather than just um, jotting down something, you know, in a linear fashion, we wanted it to feel really 
pretty and um, feminine and personable and kind of an art deco look actually a little bit. So um, we luckily found some wonderful freelance designers that helped us and we're so grateful. So um, we love the look and you can actually upload your own backgrounds if you are a subscriber Mm -hmm. of the app. So that makes it even more fun. And I think when talking about what we were like when we were little, we were, Martha reminded me of the joy that a new school supplier, a new folder, a new set of pens that were pretty brought to what otherwise felt like a chore. It just Mm -hmm. made it happier and made it not so daunting. So we wanted to bring that same relief and joy and happiness to your adult life, (laughs) to those to-do lists or anything you need to get done or whatever you want to remember we wanted to bring that same aesthetically pleasing experience. And that's such a great way to look at it because there's nothing like, you know, looking at one of your favorite pens or your favorite pencils and, you know, your favorite notebook. And they're very mundane tasks that we have to do most of the day. But to have some element of beauty that makes it so much more enjoyable. Exactly. Yeah. So you're in business school. Martha calls you up. I have an idea. What did you think? First I thought off, it was, Elizabeth. I thought it was brilliant and a genius idea. I it stuck at the first my first thought, which sounds cliche, was why have why doesn't this already exist? Why don't I already know of something that's like this? Because mm-hmm. I too have tried a lot of organizational apps, a lot of checklist apps, trying to find one that stuck. Because it's hard to break into your daily routine of apps you use. Um, it's hard to get into a new habit, especially when it comes to things like notes or lists. So I was surprised that this hadn't been created yet, enough to draw someone like us in. Um, so I was really excited about the idea. I think the the next step that really piqued our curiosity was how to do it, because we've never built an app before. We haven't started a business together or at all before. So I think mm-hmm. we were really excited about the idea but where we didn't know, all the unknowns were in how do we do this? And how did you do it? Like, what was the process like of creating an app? Well, we did not have any uh, friends or family in the tech world. So that was really, really tricky. And that process took quite a while. Um, we signed up for a workshop in New York. Um, we were both in New York um, for a, a short period of time. Um, well, I was there for a long time, but Elizabeth was there for a period of time when I was as well. And so we took this workshop and we learned the semantics behind the um, app business and how it worked and the different kinds of coding and different options. Um, And we went out and tried to speak to companies that we knew helped people build apps, but a lot of them required a lot of um, fundraising before we even started. And so, and we didn't, uh, want to go down that path right away. We kind of just wanted to be lean at first and just kind of dip our toes. And so we wanted kind of the more freelance uh, path. And um, we started we help with the help of a few um, other apps online. We found some startup freelance uh, startup companies and freelancers. But fortunately, Elizabeth um, was brave enough to pitch the scuttle. Uh, at business school. Elizabeth, I'll let you go into that. Sure. I Yes, I was in an entrepreneurial class and the, we were tasked to present an idea, so I took the opportunity to present the scuttle. 
And someone in my class pulled me aside afterwards and said, you need, and he, he actually came from a developing background, development background. And he said, so what you need is to be aesthetically pleasing. He just called out the, the exact important aspect of the app. And I said, exactly. And he said, so you need to talk to my friend who's worked on, you know, a plethora of apps you're familiar with as well as help startup all, startups build their own apps. Um, so he made the introduction and that's where we got introduced to our current developer who is both a designer and an app developer, which creates a more seamless experience and relationship for us. Previously, we had, you know, done freelance designing separate from freelance developing. So it was a very fragmented development experience. Um, so when we made this introduction with our current developer, it was such a relief to find someone we both we clicked with personally, as well as someone who did everything in-house. Nice. And then how long does the process take? Well, for you, how long did it take from beginning to when you're able to have people download the app? Uh, it was tricky for us because um, Elizabeth was in school all day, and so she was only free at night. And my kids were in school all day, so I was only free really during the day. So it, our um, process took a little longer than it probably has to. Um, but um, and we also we also were um, advised by everyone along the way to be as lean as possible and to only spend money on key features of your app. Um, we were also advised to try to um, design the user experience ourselves or build the wireframes, as they're called. It's kind of like the, br the blueprint of your app. So um, we did that on our own. And then when, when it was time for the developer to help us kind of bring it to life, it just took a, probably a few months to um, bring the key features that we wanted to life. And then you test them. And um, that's probably the hardest part about building an app is that you have a wish list of 300 features and you really should only pay for maybe 20 of them just mm -hmm. to, I mean, just to make sure that the app itself is viable and that people are even interested in like the main features of your apps before you spend money on anything else. So I'd, it definitely takes a, a few months, um, and uh, I guess it could be faster if you have nothing else to do during the day. But um, when you're working around, you know, jobs or business school or kids, it definitely takes a while. Yeah. And I'm sure it takes time for you to see what works and what doesn't and to have different iterations. Um, and I'm sure there are certain things you don't really notice until after it's been used for a couple months. And you're like, oh, let me change it that way. Let me tweak this and that. Have you noticed that that had to happen quite a bit? I'd, I'd say yes, definitely. I think the yeah. hardest part, as Martha said, was making the trade-offs because you want to build all of these features in, the, in your mind. You think, of course we need that. It's going to be great. And then you actually build a rough MVP version. And when you practice using it, you think, oh, that doesn't click as much as I thought it would. That's not as important to me as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. um, so that's where it was really important to build that basic wireframe usage before we invested too much time um, or money or effort, for that matter, into developing it for further. But I would say, yeah, those trade-offs and realizing what you need or don't need was really helpful. Yeah. 
so for some of the listeners who are listening and, you know, they have an idea of what it's like to build an app. And what do you think are some of the biggest misconceptions with building apps now that you've all been through that whole process? What are some misconceptions you find that people may have about building apps? Um, I think perhaps people don't realize that it is very expensive to do it. Um, we try to be as lean as possible and pick our um, hours of labor very cautiously. Um, but it, it does. I mean, I wish that we knew how to code. <laughs> we could have taken classes and figured that out. But, again, our schedules at the time um, – with three kids and then Elizabeth in business school. And then soon after she just got a big consulting job. So she just, we just um, didn't have the time to learn how to do that. So we were grateful that we found someone to help us, but it, it was, it is, um, it's not cheap. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that there, there's a lot of advertising you have to do for apps that hmm. people don't really, they're not really aware of as well. Yeah. I, I was going to add on to that and, um, speaking of the advertising, I think one thing that is perhaps taken for granted is uh, making how difficult it is to actually turn an app into a business. Um, we, you know, are not selling a physical product. We are software as a service. And at that, we aren't a two-way marketplace like Uber. So we aren't providing a platform that where we can take you know, a piece of the transaction and reinvest that into the business to develop more capabilities. So we really had to be creative and strategic with how we could turn, I mean, the app is wonderful, but at the end of the day, the goal is to run a, like, run a business and make sure that we can reinvest into that business to make it even more um, appealing and um, attractive for our key users. So I think it's not just as simple as selling a product when you're building an app because it's a software as a service. It's just a different. It's just a different animal. Mhm. Mhm. And it's yeah. hard. I guess another a big misconception is it's really hard to get people to download an app, even a free app. Um. You know, our marketplace now is so much centered centered around Instagram, and you see, oh, these cute shoes on Instagram, or this cool kitchen utensil, or whatever it is, and it's just so appealing. And and Amazon people just love, I mean, to buy things <laughs> on Amazon or Instagram, but um, tangible objects. But to download an app, even a free app, is a hard ask because people get in their routine of the apps that they use on their phone and, um, you know, they're busy and they don't want to take the time to learn a new app unless it's completely essential, like if they've parked at a parking meter and that parking meter requires them to download an app to pay for it. But um, anyway, so it is a tricky ask and you think it's so easy and it's free, but um, still people might be more inclined to buy a pair of shoes um, on their iPhone than to download a new app. And I think with our type of app in particular, there's a higher bar um, to prove your value. So something like Spotify and Netflix, you almost forget you pay for it because you're so um, enthralled with the content that it delivers. It's not necessarily providing you a valuable transaction. It's purely creating value on the content it delivers you. And that's a higher bar to achieve. And similarly, that's what the scuttle is aiming to do is to prove its worth of being indispensable in your daily life 
based on the aesthetically pleasing content that helps make your life easier. So there's, I think there's a higher proof point there that we need to make similar to other, you know, non-transactional apps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I definitely think you added a point where you said sometimes it's just hard to get out of your way of doing things, even if it's not working for you. You know, like, um, you know, I'm not sure if you, you guys watch Home Edit, the organization mm-hmm. show, and yeah. there are a lot of things that we do on a day-to-day basis that's very dysfunctional, and it's not working, and someone's like, hey, this works. Try it. Um, I'm okay. I'll just continue my dysfunction. So there, right. I'm sure there's a, a lot of education on that piece for just, you know, like human beings just getting in our own way of, like, improving our lives. You may have jots pieces of paper all over the place. It's not really serving us. But to have everything in one place that communicates to your schedule and to others, that's a huge value add. I love that you just said that because it reminds me our very first review in the app store was someone writing in and telling us that this app is like the home edit but on your phone. And they wow. used that. TV show as a comparison, and I love that, and um, I'm so glad you jogged my memory about that because it is. It is for those people who love to be organized um, and, and for it to be fun and easy to do so and not feel like a chore, you know, when you get excited because you go into the container store so you can finally get clear boxes to organize your pantry or your closet. That is the feeling that we wanted to give. Um, we kind of also compared it to cable TV, you know, that kind of boring, like, um, linear option menu versus Apple TV, which is just colorful boxes of channels that you get to pick from. It's just a more enjoyable user experience. Um, so, I agree. yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I'm telling you, the design itself is like, oh, this is fun, <laughs> especially if you're not a person that really enjoys organization, you know, it, it seems approachable. Like, it's kind of like Pinterest. Like, you know, someone might not want to do scrapbooking, but for some reason they'll do Pinterest. <laughs> yes. No, exactly. I know. Because it's easier because it's faster, it's easier. And it used to get that euphoric feeling of feeling like you've put something together. And actually, a, a friend of mine told me that she feels like the scuttle is kind of like Apple Notes and Pinterest had a baby. It just yeah. feels like a combination of all great things. You can store notes or checklists or photos or screenshots um, or attachments. You can, you know, whatever it is, um, you can put it on this colorful board. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, what we just discussed a little bit, what I like and what others have said, what do you find that users say, you know, you said that they like the aesthetic, but what are some other things that users like the most about the Scuttle? Uh, we love user feedback, and I love hearing from everyone who's tried it. Uh, a lot of people really like um, that you can share Scuttle boards with people. So if you're planning a party with a few friends or you're going on vacation with some family members, you can share a board very easily with those people, and they can have visibility into your itinerary or um, your to-do list and whatnot. Um, and I think people also uh, love that it, it's very 
it's just user friendly. You can get into a board very quickly. You can also share hyperlinks into your in your Scuttleboard. For instance, I have each of my kids has their own Scuttleboard, but I also have their school as a Scuttleboard on my phone, and I put links into their school websites on that board. Um, and and people love that you can put a link in there and just quickly get into a website and not always have to log in and start over, but it goes straight to the volleyball schedule on that website or whatever hmm, you need. That's nice. Yeah. I think for me, um, I have a lot of scattered thoughts and communication on certain topics throughout my texts and my emails. So one use case in particular, I have one of my good friends, I live in Austin, and one of my good friends here created a scuttleboard of things to do or see or where to eat in Austin. It's called her ATX scuttleboard. Um, And in it, she lists where are the top Tex-Mex restaurants, where are the top barbecue restaurants, what are some things you what are some activities you can do. And as someone who's even from Austin, when people come visit, I even struggle off the top of my head to think of where to recommend they go. So it's so nice to not have to scroll back through that text where we talked about a restaurant or find that email where I saw a good note about you know, going to Burton Springs or where's that new barbecue place. It's just all in one place. And even though people don't necessarily edit it, I can share it with whoever comes into town. And it's just two taps away. I'll send you all the information I have, which just makes it so much easier to have everything in one place. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does because we're deciphering so much information on an ongoing basis to have it all in one place instead of having to go through your emails, your texts, and group me and WhatsApp, and you just have mm-hmm. it all in one place, things that are most important to you. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I think it's even it's even a, a way that some some groups I'm on just stay in touch with each other just by updating their boards. So there's mm-hmm. no communication or text needed. You just saw that Mary Bridget updated her board of her favorite books this month. And it's just a way to see what other people are doing, um, to learn about new ideas or new things to try, and kind of a subtle way to stay in touch without having to have a lot of back and forth, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So how can listeners learn more about the Scuttle app? Well, you can go to our website, uh, (laughs) thescuttle.com, and we also have an Instagram handle, the Scuttle app, at the Scuttle app, and um, or Facebook as well, and that's all on our website as well. Um, and we also respond um, quickly to user emails at info at the scuttle.com. We love feedback. Um, we love. We've had a lot of users ask for an Android version or a um, iPad version of the app, and we're hoping that we can get there soon. We just haven't gotten there quite yet. But we we also love um, any tips um, or, you know, questions from users at info at thescuttle.com. Awesome. And what's next for the Scuttle app? Elizabeth, I'll hand it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'm, gonna, I'm like, should I go back to our wish list? Um, I, I think one early idea we had that was, I think, to – not too ambitious, um, but we weren't quite there yet. I think there are some really strategic and creative ways we can partner with other brands to uh, kind of create a cross-promotional opportunity. Um, 
So I think exploring more creative ways to collaborate with other brands to give, make our platform um, a way for them to showcase new offerings, new sale opportunities, and, you know, a dedicated board for a brand. There are a lot of creative ways we can expand our business exposure that way. Um, so I think we'll, we'll just keep thinking on that. Um, and then in terms of functional features, I'll think Martha. Yeah, I mean, at this point, we just, we just want as many users as possible. And so we want people to share it with friends and, um, you know, emphasize how easy it is to use. And um, in the world of influencers and uh, marketing that way, we'd love to link up with people um, who are in the business of being organized, which uh, so many are, and um, explain that this is just a easy way to do it on your phone and um, really useful for a lot of different reasons. Um, we haven't really talked too much about all the different scuttleboards that we have on our own phones, but when we started this process, I did interview a lot of uh, a lot of women, and um, they just immediately, when they understood the concept, they it took them a minute to understand it, and then they thought, oh, wow, I think I'd have about 10 scuttleboards right off the bat. So I think it's just a matter of getting the word out and showing people how we use it and how other people use it. And then it starts to click. It's kind of a unique app. You know, people have always ask us, who are your competitors? We don't really have direct competitors. I mean, there are many other organizational apps out there. But this is um, a pretty unique one in our minds. And so um, we just hope that people will try it and download it and give it a try. You can get have three scuttleboards for free. Um, before subscribing and see if you like it. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to um, fulfill one of our, a lot of people's resolutions for the new year, upcoming new year, to be more organized. Um, the Scuttle is a great way to get a head start on that resolution. Uh, it's super easy to use and it makes the mundane more exciting. So I'm so happy you were able to come on the show. But before I let you go, I have rapid fire questions. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee. I see. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, favorite book? That's a tricky one. How to Build an App for Dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I'd have to say, oh my gosh, well, I I do admit I am watching The Handmaid's Tale, and I did read that book and loved it at the time, so we'll go with that one. I remember reading that book in high school. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't watched the show, but I hear it's really good. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. a, a page turner. <laughs> for yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, favorite, favorite vacation? I. Uh, I, I guess I guess I'd have to say my uh, my honeymoon was in Hawaii and I dying to go back. <laughs> it sounds amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. It seemed like an eternity ago. My turn. Um, let's see. Gosh, favorite vacation. I mean, I was going to copy Martha's answer too. I'll say when big, big when big Martha and Martha and I all went to Anguilla together for a girls trip. Oh, nice. Oh, that's really nice. <laughs> um, a favorite organization hack? 
Well, I don't know if it can be related to the app, but I, I'm i a big fan of just screenshots um, rather than filing my emails or scrolling through old emails to find information. Mm-hmm. So when I see any information in the email, I just take a screenshot of it and I save it <laughs> in a scuttleboard. Um, whether it's like an email from my kids' middle school or from the lower school or anything, I just put it on that particular scuttleboard. I'm a big screenshot fan. I love that. Yeah, I'm going to say lists. I know that sounds not creative based on the app and what we've been talking about all day, but I make every morning a new list, even if it has, even if it has the same things that had on it yesterday. I just refresh it and I write it again because the more you write it, the more you're writing it on your brain. And I'm just, we can blame Big Martha for this, but I make a list every day. <laughs> and this is an aside. How does your mother like be called Big Martha? Is she is she okay with that or... <laughs> she loves it. Oh, well, when we were growing up, we in the world of landlines only, when people would call our house and I would answer, they'd ask for Martha, and I'd have to ask which one, and they'd say Little Martha, being this Martha, or Big Martha. So Big Martha stuck. And oh, she, okay. I think she owns it. She does. Well, own kudos, it. kudos to her for naming you after herself. I love that. I, I don't <laughs> oh, think women well. do that often enough. I know they don't actually technically her mom uh, and her mother-in-law were both named Martha. So oh my um, we have a lot, <laughs> a lot in the family. It's kind of embarrassing at this point. No, but I think we have like 12 in the family at some point, but it, so it is very much a family name. And I joke that it's a special club to be named Martha because it's not a <laughs> widely used name anymore. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, but, it has that, like, vintage quality to it. <laughs> it does, it does. But um, we loved our grandmother, too. So she, um, anyway, we're proud of it. But you're so sweet. Yeah, we, Big Martha owns that, even though it's not always the most flattering title. <laughs> <laughs> it has a lot of respect, though. It has a lot of respect. That's right. <laughs> So the last question is, if you can spend an afternoon on a veranda with someone living or deceased, who would it be and why? Mm. Mm. Well, for me, I mean, I just mentioned I would, with my grandmother, Martha Montgomery, Uh who my daughter's named after after as well, um, she actually uh, lived here in Dallas um, until she was... um, you know, almost 100. And um, wow. she always asked me to move back to Texas. And I've been in New York for 18 years. And I finally moved back to Texas. Um, but it was after she had already gone. And so I just am so sad that I missed her. And she was always begging me to move here. And I'm finally here. And, and she's not. So I, I would love an afternoon with her in Dallas to say, I'm finally here. Yeah, I I was going to say the exact same thing, actually. I would love to spend an afternoon with her drinking iced tea, actually, which is what we usually did. Um, but I will say Big Martha, um, the one who is so with us. I would love – I mean, she's my, one of my favorite people aside from this Martha, um, and I love spending time with her every chance I get. I'm so happy to be back living in Austin where she lives, too, so I get to have more afternoons with her. So I'll say her. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Martha and Elizabeth, for joining me on the veranda today. I learned a great deal about the scuttle. Um, for those who are listening, 
please download this app. It will change your life. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, again, the Scuttle. Do you guys want to give them the information one more time? Thank you so much. It is. The Scuttle app is in the Apple Store, in the App Store. And um, the Scuttle.com is our website, which also has links to the App Store. App store. And Instagram is at the Scuttle app. Um, so please find us and please try it and tell your friends about it. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. This is a lot of fun.